Yes, first yes for uh, this edition of Paranormal Nikki Ray Blas. Please welcome Barry Littleton. Here we go. Now, I'm basically, remember this as we do this, I'm basically like Blade. I'm the day walker. I'm the night cat, but I also walk around the day, so, you know. <laughs> Alright, I think. I'm also a dreamwalker. Walker. Walker. <laughs> Go ahead. It's a joke. It's a piss joke. Anyway, no, I like your laugh. It was a very laugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's, sure that's priceless. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So we need a laugh. Recording. Yep, recording now. So thank you. Welcome, everybody. Very little, too. Salutations. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, they don't hear it. But uh, I got a recording for my podcast. Can't believe I started uh, my first podcast, Camille. <laughs> so, Congratulations. Yeah, it's a uh, turn up on the Gibray Blast. I try to touch on everything, interviews, and whatnot. So, of course, I have tons of questions already on hand. So, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself first? Wait, what you do? Um, yeah, I'm, I work in social services and I deal with juvenile offenders. Uh, for years I did that. Um, I also deal with the stock market options trader. You know, I like to deal with that quite a bit. So that's kind of where I'm at on that. But uh, I also have recently uh, <laughs> talking about the encounters that I had most of my life, uh, which would be contact with beings that are both extraterrestrial and and or interdimensional so that's kind of what's uh, been going on now and i had a uh, really bad car accident about nine years ago oh wow and then i i took uh four catastrophic traumatic brain injury so i've uh, died twice away in the hospital I had a very real near-death experience it took about a month and a half to remember who i was so they estimate i'd be a vegetable for the rest of my life but it's far from uh, basically it was not for that I would not have ever spoke out about these encounters and these experiences that I was having my whole life um, that kind of started backing off a little bit in my 30s but uh, then I had a near death experience so that, that's kind of the story there Right, you think having that a near death experience may have triggered all of this for you to experience maybe? I'm sorry, what's that? Do you think just having that near-death experience may have triggered, like, open up these experiences? Oh, no, no. They started when I was a child. Oh, uh, before. It's like I remember between five and seven, and uh, especially around seven, things really kicked off, and then I had what I have to call childhood experiences, and that went on until I was about 12, and then the, the experiences stopped close about 80. And then I have started having what I call adult onset experiences, which involved a lot of. Oh no, I'm not holding it. Uh oh. Back. Hi, are you way there? Yeah, I'm here. It's too. Hold on, my phone is being stupid again. Sorry. 
Okay, come on. There we go. Sorry about that. You see the Mogwai. Uh oh. See, they're on to us. They're on to us. Oh no. Anyway. Anyway, where was I though? Okay, um. Uh, the adult onset experiences started after 18. There was somebody with me three of the four times I had that involved missing times. Okay, so each one of these missed a little, you know, averaged a little over four hours of missing time. So, you know, that's almost uh, 20 hours, 18 hours, over 18 hours of, of missing time. So that's a whole different level. That's when the contact went to even a different level than they were as a child. As a child, I could kind of sometimes at least try to dismiss it because I couldn't prove anything. When I got older, uh, through those experiences, somebody else being there, that type of delusion is not shared, you know? Right. So, yeah, you know, the missing time thing kind of just, uh, and I was um, what I would call a conscious experiencer because there were physical, these were physical experiences as well as conscious. But the truth is, you know, I could still see technology and faces and some of the information that was given to me was still there. But yet, yeah. uh, there was missing time and it was fragmented. And for a long time I went through trying to just act like that wasn't the case. And oh no, like those other people I hear talking, they're missing time, they're different, they're, they're not like me. I'm, I'm Mr. Conscious Experience. Or, but the truth, I was. That's it, common. That's common, right? Common Especially when you're dealing with beings that their vibration is much faster than ours. Yeah. So everything that happens, just the information you're taking in from them on the psychic and super conscious, subconscious level is totally different than right. what we're doing. You're at a higher frequency than we are. Yeah. Sorry, what's that? They're at a much higher frequency than we are. I think that's why it's hard for us to grasp their information. At least, at least the beings I've dealt with, you know, my experiences have been positive. I haven't dealt with the negatives and all the lower vibrational beings that I've encountered. I've done these and things like that, so I always make that clear. You know, I'm not an I'm an experiencer, a contact experiencer. I was not forced into anything. If anything, I want to try to make these experiences even more frequent. So I could try to get a piece of technology or something that would, you know, prove what was happening to me, but it didn't work right. like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have any experiences to this day? No, they stopped, yeah. When I was in my thirties, I just previously mentioned, they kind of had stopped and I had a near-death experience that took me around with something completely different. And um, I thought that pretty much that part of my life was over until I started visiting that, uh, a city ranch where I actually just came from about two weeks ago uh, in Washington, Trout Lake, Washington, the city ranch. Um, the first two times I was there, it was my third time there, I absolutely got blasted perception. So apparently, spirit was not done with me in that way. Wow. In other words, some of them. Uh, anybody have a yet? Yep. No. Hard to read my writing here. <laughs> yeah, I guess that. Oh, do you think uh, they attacked you? Do you want to elaborate about tagging? I think tagging is like they tag you with the microchip. 
But every two or three years, uh, I would have that dream. So, another one I want to talk about is the one of the last experiences I had out here. I've seen two crowds. I was out there in the backyard and I was filming. All of a sudden, I saw something shot straight up to the moon. Really fast. <laughs> and I actually got it on video this time. And then when after that, um, I was live, Facebook filming the moon. I like the moon, I don't like. But um, all of a sudden, I noticed this helicopter. I think it was a black helicopter. And it went to, to the moon and it went, it looked like it grabbed something from the moon. So, um, and I had it. I recorded it like. <laughs> You mean grab something from the moon? I mean, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Are you, are you I know, the only way I can describe it is it looks like it took something from the moon. Then it was all sparkly, glowing, whatever it had. And I followed the helicopter and then it disappeared. <laughs> that kind of scared me a bit. I'm surprised the men in black are not here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, look at you, so I, I think I got you a little bit. Right yeah. Yeah, and I actually got it all, all on film, online. Oops, I got something. <laughs> so, yeah. It kind of freaked me out a bit. <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. See if we have any questions. Hey everybody, I'm here with Barry Littleton. Don't you all have me on? Yeah, sorry to sound a little. Sorry guys. Um, we're seeing the sound a little. I don't know if it's fixed that or not. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully that works. <laughs> but at least we're connected. That's all to worry about. <laughs> Well, we're, we're, we're having technical difficulties. I'm, I'm losing track of what's going on here, so are you alright? Are we still on? Yeah, we're still on. They're just saying the sound is a little bit low, but I thought everything recorded, so hopefully I can work on that later. Okay. So, um, you want to shoot for an hour? I forgot to ask you that. Uh, yeah, so we've got a real late start, so... Yeah, yeah sorry about that. Be a fine, but so I, I forgot about our time differences. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I forgot about our time differences. Yeah, that's alright. So you're from back east, right? So We're about, about the central time zone. Oh, hey. Okay. Yeah. I haven't remembered that this time. Alright. Uh, let's see. How would I miss? Do you think um, the aliens are here to are here to help us in general? Well, you know uh, the ones I've dealt with seem to be honestly here more to help the Earth. They seem more concerned about the Earth than they are as much as humanity. I mean, they're dealing with us apparently, but the Earth is even more paramount. Which kind of gives me the impression that, you know, 
we are humanity is supposed to be custodians of this planet. Right. But we're not doing that good of a job, and I'm sure there are a host of different beings and species that are ready to take the the custodian of this planet over. You know, when humanity forfeits by destroying its own self. That's, uh, you know, not, I think that's just probably the way it is, but as a biosphere, um, the destruction of the other, because see, the thing is that, that's why all these uh, experiences I've had, they've never given me any information about the future. Now they have shown me some stuff about the past. They show me the earth looking like an ash, um, burned out cinder thing, rotating around a different looking sun. But yeah, it, uh, I mean, so I think something happened here before that wow. uh, was totally catastrophic. So we start going back to how old is the Earth really, and how many type two, type one civilizations have been here. We're still type zero here right now. We're getting close to being type one, but that's been here before. You know, we still got stuff here that you know. So it's just you know, but people don't want to talk about that, acknowledge too much of that, and. Um, past lives, people don't want to admit that. So the fact that we could be on the type of possible prison planet of types where there's a lot of lost souls that are trapped in a reincarnation cycle. Right. And that there's immortal souls. Yeah, I wanted to talk right more now. about that. All these are, what's that? Yeah, I wanted to talk more about that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, well just that this is a, a place where you have immortal souls. And a lot of people, a lot of religions, a lot of spirituality agrees that the soul is immortal. To a great degree, you get consensus on that, all right? Now, why is it that in this incarnation, we are devoid, mostly devoid of soul life memories? That sucks. Uh-huh. That's, that is an issue with that. That's like yeah. saying, okay, you're about to graduate high school, you're in the 12th grade. But you can't remember a kindergarten to like 10. I mean, what kind of crap is that? It sucks. It really does. It's a bad deal. And I think it needs to be really acknowledged why the incarnation process here involves wiping soul life memories. Right. And making them inaccessible. I mean, it's, I mean, for some of us, like me, I have past life memories. I was born with them, but it was weird. You know what I mean? It's weird trying to put it in frame when I was seeing what I knew. It's hard to put it in frame because that stuff isn't talked about much. Right. You know, I think I'm an old soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been here a few times. Maybe I've been... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, most, a lot of people have. Most have. But you know, I think now you've got an influx of new souls that have not been here before. And I think that may be one of the brightest lights that is coming for humanity right now, one of its greatest chances, is that new souls are incarnating here that have not been here, that have not oh, carried the karmic baggage of this dense place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Access to soul life memories, and more than that, incarnation soul life memories that are not earthbound. They're galactic, cosmic, <laughs> I'm gonna see. I know. To take out my speaker. My microphone, I mean. That way they can hear you. Can you hear me okay, though? Yeah, I've been able to hear you the whole time. Okay. Let me make sure. 
So, um, yeah, um, I kind of do believe in reincarnation. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's what I was talking about there. Yeah, reincarnation of the soul. In the different, in the different containers of consciousness. Right. Everybody, sorry. Sorry, that I'm not going to hear you. I just trying to do it. Um, Chat Barry, so they have any questions, I'll let you know. Oh, well, you see any other questions up there? Uh, not yet. So, let's see if I can read my writing. Some more. Um, yeah, I mean, have any more uh, Bigfoot encounters? Any more what? Uh, Bigfoot or Sasquatch encounters? No, no, I went to the ranch uh, recently there, and uh, no, I, I took them for some, maybe, maybe a little subtle communications, but nothing, no worthy, there was just perception stopping, you know. Right. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but that's, uh, but I also, I wasn't there that long after the conference. It was a very big conference this time. We had about 350. 360 people there, so for that establishment, that's really large. And uh, so that many people, I think the Sasquatch are probably backed off. I don't think they really come in that close, you know. Right. Once the conference is over and it gets calm out there, but I wasn't, I didn't stay out there that long for that, so. Yeah, they're like, they're like giant, so you're usually tall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I had communication with well, one, but I didn't actually see one, but they went to look that up, you know, Bigfoot, what Sasquatch looks like, it's pretty well known right now, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know what, I would do, I'm probably freeze up, that'd be so scary. <laughs> yeah. I always freeze up when I don't understand something. Yeah, yeah. I think we have any more questions. Uh, all right. So, oh, and, uh, and so, do you think you could write a book about your experiences, or just keep doing videos? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get there. You know, yeah, definitely. There's some other things I've been working on, so you know, my whole life doesn't revolve around talking about <laughs> extraterrestrial. No, I love your videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love your videos. I, I do, but I, but I do, I do recommend that people do the interestedness or what I'm talking about. Please do go to my YouTube channel. Yeah. There are about 190 something in there, and they're short, but they're to the point. But there's a variety of different things on there if this stuff interests you. And I also describe my personal encounters there. So, yeah. You know, I've been sharing your videos, so kind of help guide them there. Yeah, I got. Um, I found out uh, while well, I was at a study that I got shadow banned, my YouTube channel did, meaning that uh, if my videos no longer come up in the search engines, they're not really uh, showed around the world anymore like they were, or at least shared huh. around the world. And then uh, even subscribers are not getting notifications when I put out new videos. They have right. to re-hit the bell to get the notification. So it's just some, something that's called shadow ban. I never heard of it until a few weeks ago, but that's the thing that happened to me. Because I was curious, when I, you know, I used to get a decent amount of uh, views. I've got, I've got 
around the amount of subscribers I have, maybe just a little more. Yeah, you have quite a few, wow. And then Pretty they cool. went from that like down to like, man, like 100, 200. And I thought for a minute, it's like, man, it's got a bunch of brain injuries, uh, awareness month. So I thought for a while, I was like, oh, it must be because of the brain injury videos that dropped off. But it wasn't, it was something else, it was the shadow man. I've had some people talking to me about that. I did not even know what that was. Oh, it's wow. just a type of censorship that is done through the algorithms, according to the stuff you're talking about. Fascinating. Yeah. Kind of like uh, shadow people, have you come across them as well? When I was younger, I saw the hat man. Oh, yeah. And um, when uh, I was actually trying to practice a much younger guy, uh, well, maybe probably about 20. 19, something like that, yeah, and, and I was trying to do uh, the astral projection better, and I wound up in a book, it altered the way I was able to see, and I started seeing, and instead of how I normally see, you know, again, it means I started seeing these shadows, and one day I watched one of there's two types I would see, one is circular, spherical, another one is elongated, okay, and a lot more oval-like, and one day I watched one attached to the a co-worker's uh, crown chakra and a log gate down to her uh, root chakra and started pulsing. I knew this thing was beating on her. And you can see it on her face, the negative thoughts are coming in and oh, things wow. like that. So that's, uh, that's, that's the experience there. Otherwise, I try to keep my vibration in a way that I'm not dealing with the shadow. You know, that's not yeah. my vibration. Yeah, as a medium, I tend to so see them. Gotta keep, gotta keep ourselves protected at all times. If you're aware, and if you're consciously awake, you, if you're, especially if you're a God, and I want to make sure people understand when I say God-fearing, not God-fearing, God-fearing individual, you're under attack at all times. Yeah, I feel, I'm more aware in the spirit world, too. So yeah. I see them a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it leads you, it leads you to wonder. Like I said, when you see that a lot, it leads you to wonder what is this place? Yeah. This is a place where you've got you've got people that can't cross over, just deceased people that can't cross over. They get trapped. They turn they turn into phantoms. They turn into more horrible things. Yeah. Then you've got these inorganic beings that are down here assaulting people. You know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 incubus and succubus and beings like that. Yeah. They're attacking people sexually at night. I mean, what the hell is this place? Why is it like that dimensionally? You've got beings down here dimensionally that are just going crazy and they're just horrible creatures. You know, along, along with a very... I don't want to say logical world leadership type of thing. And, yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, brokers and all that, man. It's really, really bad here. It's really bad. How it's really they bad. even? I'm sorry. This, 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 this. I, I say it. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not being oh, no, bad. No. Oh no! This is a school. There's no. There's, 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 there's no evidence of that. Yeah. This, this, this might just as easily be a prison as it is a school. I believe it. And definitely, definitely, definitely. The, the, the trick is to get out. To get out of here. With, and retain your soul life memories. Like they say, um, like hell on earth. The death process comes for you. The death process wants your soul life memories. 
that's what it comes for. So you have to be able to stay conscious through that. Right. Anyway, sorry. You were oh, talking about aliens, so <laughs> something else, so. No, I just restated all that, so. Yeah, I experienced it. Whenever I'm around them, I would get, um, oh, bad headache. So I said. What's that? Sorry, what was that? Whenever they're around me, I would get real bad headaches. So I had to learn to protect myself more. So I mean, I'm doing this almost every day as a medium. Yeah. I come. I I mostly hear them, and they would flat out tell me what they are. They say, "Oh, I'm a demon," like that. So I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." I'm sorry, I'm not playing with you today. She said, she said, don't know. Oh, I'm a demon. They just, they just turned on told you that. <laughs> yeah, they just told me what they, they are. They didn't, give you, they didn't give you no to see, duh. They didn't try to even trick you, huh? No. Oh, I'm a demon. <laughs> yeah, and like, okay. They just volunteered demonic activity. Oh, goodness. That's terrible. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at you <laughs> that way, because I know what it must be to be attacked like that. You have to do constant protections but the way you said it <laughs> no that's how I'm used to it that's how used to it I am I share this almost all the time <laughs> I'm like okay <laughs> oh man no, that's the first time I heard that that was great oh thank you <laughs> that's real though I mean, that's real I believe you I mean I do believe you you know there's, there's all types out there there's all yeah. types there's the little shadows there's the bigger ones there's the other ones that are non-corporeal but they're, they're billions of years old and if we come up against one of those beings, we're in the struggle for, for the, the struggle of our life. Yeah. It's serious. That's why you see, I see a lot of people now saying, oh, I'm removing my chakras, or I'm removing uh, demons, I'm saging houses, and I mean, that's fine. But if they come up against one of these real ones, like I just mentioned, a millions of year old, a billions of all year old demonic force that is trying to consume your soul awareness uh-huh. it's very serious I can be consume your bioluminosity yeah it's luminosity like luminosity because they can't make their own I know it's I wasn't dreaming serious. I know I wasn't dreaming because right. they woke me from a dead sleep and told me that straight up what they are so well, I know yeah. I wasn't dreaming well you know well you know that is that, 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 that is part of it you know I, I know that um a lot of times when you ask if they're either, they'll, 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 they'll use, use these other tricks, though. They won't always be that come forward, that forthcoming. They'll try other little tricks to divert you from your question, you know. Yeah, I was shocked because they were telling me what they are, and they're they not usually that open. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> I won't talk about that and dwell on that too long because it brings that energy around. Oh, that's like, true. Keep yourself protected and be aware that, you know, what I sense, and I was going to tell you this before, you got a lot of them that connect into you a lot. And I think you have trouble getting rid of the connections when it happens. Yeah, you had to cut that cord. You might be on it, yeah. Because normally, like, when I sense a deceased person is attached to somebody, if they make themselves present, normally they want something. Yeah. You know, and they'll, they'll come forward in some type of way. So in that way, you know, but that way maybe you've got more coming forward at once than you think and you're not able to shut it off. And if you're a medium, you're automatically bringing a lot of them to you. 
I never thought I'd be known for talking about this. So if me coming forward helps even just one or two or a couple people, that makes it so worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because when I, I was through the stuff, especially when I was younger, I was going through this weird, crazy stuff was happening to me, and I had no frame of reference. I had no outlet to people, a platform to find that, you know, it was a different, different time, though. Things are changing, which is maybe yeah. another good chance for humanity saving itself. Now they're ready. Kind of more open to talk about those things than they were in the past. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta watch that cycle because you know, things tend to cycle. Yeah. I, I appreciate you, uh, your time with that, uh, with us today. No, no problem. It's my pleasure. Thank you for all you do and for all your support. Oh, anytime, and you're always welcome. You will come back, you know, in the future and talk more, more about your awesome experiences and really welcome to. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that. Yeah, you have to work videos. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for watching them, definitely. And anybody else that's interested, uh, please subscribe. Very little symbol on YouTube. I'm also on Patreon.com. About uh, probably uh, 50, 60 videos on there, too. So. Please check it out. Yeah, I'm just gonna ask you, you still have your page free and everything? I'm oh, sorry, what's you that? Still, I'm sorry, I keep my voice. Do you still have <laughs> do you still have your Patreon and everything? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you Yeah, it's awesome. Well, thank you. Alright, well, thanks again for your time. No problem, thank you for the support. Alright, have a great day. Take care, take care. Alright, thank you, Mary. Take care. Alright, take care. Bye bye. Alright, take care. Bye bye. Bye. How do we end it? There we go. Alright. y'all enjoyed our first interview with Barry Littleton and don't forget to check out his awesome YouTube channel just like his name Barry Littleton if you want to know more about his UFO Bigfoot encounters and he even talks about a paranormal and various um, interesting subjects as well. So thank you all for listening. You have a great safe weekend and this is Paranormal Nikki Ray Bloods signing out.